0: Previously on Bacon Sale.
1: Christmas is ruined, Kent.
0: Wait, wait. Did you just hear that? What is that? Oh, sounds like someone's walking on the roof. Is, what is that? That is We're really cut cut that weird.
1: Whoa! Whoa. Holy crap! That is that a shit, whole building, no. guys. Jake, this is this is your fault. My fault?
0: It's your fault. It might be my fault. Who is this? You summoned Krampus. Guys, no, it's, it's, Krampus. no Krampus. it's Krampus. It's Krampus. Krampus! He's oh, coming! Oh, Is this thing on? Okay, yeah. Okay, the theme music is over. Hi, listener. Uh, Welcome back to Bacon Sale. This is Pete, you know, the intern. Uh, I I usually don't sit here behind the microphone. That's usually the guy's job, but uh, here I am because they're gone still. And I've been searching for ways to bring the crew back from Krampus's snow globe, if that's even where they are. I don't even know. And I think I found the spell to bring them back. Though the one that I think is going to work requires a human sacrifice, so I'm going to try a different one first. Let's let's see if this works. Krampus Barata Nikto. Crap! It didn't work. Okay, this other spell I got from a good friend of mine from a spell book that he has, and he said that this should work. So here goes nothing. Rishud Tataha had Jujud Dagaya! Rishud Tataha had Jujud Dagaya! Rishud Tataha had Jujud Dagaya! <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. is that smoke? Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Alright. Thanks, Pete. We're back. Man, can you believe Pete did that? That was great. What a nice guy. Nice guy, Pete. Yes, he is. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Jacob, what are we talking about today? Oh, today we're going to talk about the best <laughs> and worst movies. 2015. That sounds like a great idea. Well, at least everything since the last one. Well, it's pretty much still 2015, right? Like, we didn't miss anything while we were gone. How long have we been gone, exactly? I think Star Wars just barely came out. Yeah, everyone Something. maybe did okay at the box office. <laughs> we're not so sure. Uh, thank you for being here, the listener, and thank you for uh, listening to us throughout these dark times. And <laughs> yeah, We're sorry right. we couldn't record from the snow globe. <laughs> you know, we did get Wi-Fi sometimes, which was cool. We did. I and can't believe there was a signal at all, honestly. Yeah. It's a little weird 3G, also, but also you know. still trying to figure out, were we smaller in the snow globe, or was it just a giant snow globe and we're the same size? Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about the best and the worst of 2015. But there is a little bit of a twist here in that Kent and I tend to do things a little differently. Do we? Uh, in the sense of Kent is, I believe, uh, he's going to do the best movies, or excuse me, the worst movies and the best movies made in 2015. Right. Whereas my list is more uh, the best and worst movies i watched in 2015 yeah, it's, for it's the something, first time it's something you've done for the past few years i've noticed on your site yes on my blog the former the former 786.blogspot.com and he's not saying the former because it's a site he used to run <laughs> no it's like <laughs> that's actually, actually that's, that, that was my name on the blog so once again what was the site name the former 786.blogspot.com that's a blogspot site oh yeah Uh-oh. it's old school that's so cute and i don't <laughs> update it that often but i do update it with my uh, movie list from the previous year because it's still someplace i like to do that but. yeah so that can be a little confusing for the listener, but just kind of go yeah. with it. I'll, it I'll really threw me off the first couple times I saw it because it was like something from this year and yeah, Seven and same thing happened yeah. to me. Yeah, I was like, wait, that's not this year. Because I, I was Joel's like, I, I want, you know, they have these countdown lists and everyone has these countdown lists. And I wanted to kind of encapsulate the movies I saw for the first time. Right and sometimes it shows how long it takes me to watch a movie yeah but and then but i think it'll be good to, a good mix because then you'll be able to keep people current and i'll be able to remind people yeah. there's good stuff it's well, not just this year and in fairness kent is the movie critic you're the improv comedian so well, well, well. we don't have the same requirements <laughs> i'm a it, funny guy it doesn't mean you have to all of a sudden be on an act you know it's, <laughs> i don't like labels jake <laughs> <laughs> even though we kind of gave them to ourselves we did right <laughs> yeah that's, that's pretty much what it is <laughs> all right so let's get started then yeah let's go with right. our number five number five. With worst right yes we're gonna start with the worst Two we're gonna worst. go through all five Ken will do his five, Joel, and then we'll work our way up to one, and then the same with the best. Yep. So, Kent, it's up to you. Ladies first. Well, I, I decided I don't want to do a worst list because I really want to have a <laughs> good a positive Shut mentality. This you already year. have posted a best list and a worst list on Showtime Showdown.com. Sure. That was 2015, though, to be honest. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was last year. Yeah, and now this year, I mean, I just want to start things off right. So Wait, we're doing the worst of this year. What has come out <laughs> this year so far? <laughs> it's like the third. <laughs> there's week there's in only one January. movie out so far this year. What is it? It's The Forest. Oh. Not half bad. Okay. There you go. There's a review. Hey, it was half bad, but it was also not half Wait, bad. It, it was, was the best worst not and bad. Worst. That's impressive. It was half not bad. That is impressive, yeah. yeah. That's my new thing. It's half not bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird compliment. Way more positive. Right. All, right. All right. So go with your number five yep. worst of 2015, Ken. Oh, man. Well, I don't want to be negative, but I do have a top 10 list if you want to go check it out because. I'm kind of opinionated. We're only doing the five though here, right? I know, I know. Because I "I only got five. (laughs) Um, The fifth worst movie of last year was... Are are you just pulling your list? Yes. Okay. The fifth worst movie is Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. uh, Did you see that one? I didn't see that one because I was warned against it. But that's got uh, Mila Kunis and... uh, Oh, what's his name? Magic Mike. And uh, you know him as Magic Mike. That's all I know him as. <laughs> oh, when you see it that many times, I mean. what else? <laughs> And the sequel. There's a sequel, right? No, yeah. it came out last XXL, year. XXL, man. Yeah, and um, it actually didn't make my top ten list. That's <laughs> weird. Worst or best? Well, we know why, but. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Explain to us sure that means. Give a brief synopsis, and then uh, we'll be able to talk about it a little more so the, so the reviewer can have some context. I would love to give a brief synopsis, but there's no way to give a brief synopsis of this movie. There's a planet called Jupiter, and it's rising, yes, ascending. <laughs> Jupiter is Mila Kunis. It, it's kind of a rags-to-riches story. She is just this maid cleaning toilets. Then all of a sudden, this half-dog, half-man from outer space flies in on his <laughs> rocket boots. That's Channing Tatum, by Mog? the way. It's John Candy from Spaceballs? It is. (laughs) Half (laughs) man, half dog. I'm a mog. So he flies in, saves her, and then she finds out that she is actually... Now, uh, let me try to explain this slowly enough because... Spoiler alert. (laughs) I don't even care. I'll ruin this movie for anyone. There are three space brats that own the universe. And they okay. each, and their mom, well, she was the queen. I did say brief synopsis, didn't I, Jacob? <laughs> I think you did. I'm a little concerned <laughs> okay, right okay. now. And I'll wrap it up. Anyways. <laughs> the rest of bacon sale. <laughs> so at the end of Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> this is like my Bond uh, pitch, basically. <laughs> Anyways, Space Queen dies. I'll, I'll summarize this real quick. Space Queen dies. Her three kids want all the planets as their inheritance. But Mila Kunis is the reincarnation of the Space Queen. And so they try to kidnap her, kill her, and marry her. Each, oh, all child, each child doing something <laughs> different. But if she gets different. killed, isn't she just going to reincarnate again? Yeah, but it doesn't matter because the movie doesn't matter. Okay. N- yeah. Nothing about this movie is screams... It's a hot mess of storytelling. It's I saw mess. it, too. It's the Wachowskis who did Matrix yeah. and you know, V for Vendetta. They right. used to be pretty solid. They've made two good movies. Which two? I-, I think the original Matrix, of course. Right. And then I would say Speed Racer. Yeah. Yeah. Low speed first racer. high five of the year, yeah, and it was a real one. <laughs> We're being positive. What, what So, what grade did you give it? Keep it positive. Oh, it, 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 it's a D minus, and I give it the D minus, not an F, because I laughed a lot. <laughs> so it's an entertaining bad movie. No, it's this is my so bad it's uh, good movie. Yeah, it, like kinda, you, it does reach that point. Like you could do a riff track to so this one and it'd be great. Absolutely, Eddie Redmayne alone is worth watching. This Captain Fisher. Oh my gosh, yeah, he's he is <laughs> atrocious. Hilarious. Really? Like, I'm surprised they gave him an Oscar. At all. Because this what, movie what came What role out. did he play? Was- he was the, the main space brat. Okay. Right. Yeah. Is he, like, trying to be, like, Jerry Olman in the confusion. fifth element? Yes. In a big way. Really? He just... He talks really quiet like this, and then he says, Jupiter! And then he, yeah, then he screams a lot. Yeah, I call him Captain Fishlips. I hope you know that. I can show you this picture right here on my side. All right. It's yeah. because Fish of Les Mis. saying he'd, like, stick his Sorry, guys. Up. I'll try to be shorter. I'm like, <laughs> you just can't with Jupiter. You can't standing. be shorter. You're 6'2". Hey-oh! <laughs> Whoa. Are you 6'2"? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good at this. <laughs> uh, my number five is not a 2015 movie because I saw it only for the first time this year. I watched Maleficent. And it Wait, that was this top year? Five. That was last year. The okay. 2014, but I watched it for the first time this year. Oh, and so, you have been complaining about that movie. It feels like for three years. You did years. a skit. I did You're making fun of this there's, movie. There's a there's a skit on YouTube a year ago. If you look it up, it's it's like called "It Practically Writes Itself," but it's about a pitch meeting where the Disney executives get around and pitch. Maleficent, which is a terrible idea. Yeah, And seriously, listener, go find that because Wait, it's funny. Did, did you, you do that video before you saw the movie? I did. I was spoiled on the movie because of that video. And they, they, they my buddies called me up and they're like, hey, do you want to do this video? It's on Maleficent. And I'm like, I haven't seen it. They're like, doesn't matter. You just have to say these lines. And I'm like, cool. Well, that was the one, what, Eric Snyder pinned? Yeah. And you guys yeah acted Eric, it Snyder, out. Eric Snyder wrote it and then uh, Alan C. Wright and Darren Smith created it. Yeah. Uh, Telekinesis Entertainment is what they call them. I watched that one a couple times. Very fantastic. It, but it really, maybe it was because I did that skit, but it kind of tainted the movie for me. But really, I mean, way to pull the rug out from under yourselves, Disney. Like, you had a great villain. Maleficent was a great villain in Cinderella. And then they take her and they turn into this sympathetic character that doesn't deserve any sympathy at all and completely undercut everything about the Cinderella classic. Hello, Beastie. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I honestly think it is, we will have a Disney villain show, I'm sure. And I think she is one of the best. Maleficent from Sin, from Sleeping Beauty. I keep saying Cinderella. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping yes. Beauty please don't write in <laughs> because she is just pure evil. There there's no explanation, you don't need it. And this movie gives it. And it's so so wrong. Stupid. And it t- it takes the classic fairy tale elements and just turns the turns them on their PC heads and all of a sudden becomes this everyone's a victim and everyone has is I'm like no, give me flat villains. Give me a villain who's a villain for a villain's sake and not because apparently evil King Stephen did what he did. Well, everyone else is flat besides Angelina Jolie, basically. <laughs> Family-friendly, Kent. Wow. Family friendly. No, I was for that one. I was like, mastectomy joke coming up. <laughs> no, it's a killer there. This is one big reboot cliche. You can check off the list of how many times they, they try to change things. Visually, it's appealing. Like There's no, it, is, it is nice visually. Yeah. The CGI is not atrocious. Well, it was kind of weird when they took 20 minutes from the Hobbit trilogy <laughs> and put it at the beginning of this one. Yes. Actually, I, I approved of that. You did? Yeah, that was yeah. nice. No, it was, yeah. it was just a mess. And so that's my number yeah. five. The, All right. The, so what's your here's my here's my recap. By the way, uh, is that okay? Uh, it takes Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty and ruins her. There's my recap of this, what this movie is. No, that that's essentially it. Uh, but the thing is, in Disney's eyes, you're wrong because this is the beginning of what is to come. I mean, granted, we do have Cinderella in a lot of just regular adaptations. Like, we'll probably see Aladdin. We're seeing Little Mermaid as well. But we're getting all of the villains as well. Which is, they did in Disney's The Descendants. (laughs) Disney Channel TV series about the kids of all the classic Disney villains. It's rotten to the core. It's so dead. It's just blech. Because uh, Emma Stone is going to play Cruella Deville in the new (laughs) Cruella movie. Why are they doing this? Because it makes money. Why wouldn't they? I know, but it's just, ugh. Yeah. All right, Joel. What's your, what's your score on that one? Two point uh, five Eastern points or something. <laughs> that one got like that one got I think one and a half or two stars. I don't remember Eastern points. <laughs> well, he's got the Eastern and Western rating, right? Like the what? yeah, oh. <laughs> it's like stars, and it's then you have to use confusing. cardinal codes too, right? I think. No, should we just go with like letter grades on this? Just to make it well, I think Letter grade would be the best, but you know, it's just me. Well, it's, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what's your? I mean, it was like it was like a one and a half, two stars, which is probably like a C minus or a D. Plus, maybe because it wasn't you was and your, i have thought about this where you gave it like a two star i think because maybe. you said uh, you could almost see white people like it but you don't white I'm like, pe- white people like it you can see why oh that's about right actually <laughs> let's start this podcast <laughs> off right let's start it off white good idea kid. <laughs> kid, <laughs> is that what he said come on kids seriously oh geez <laughs> New year, new Kent. That's what I was told. <laughs> I'm glad Becky Sale's back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am, too. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just not good. I okay, it, You probably already have seen it, but if you haven't, don't bother. Right. Yeah. Okay. Terrible. All right, Kent. All right, number four number is four number four for a reason. It's Fan4Stick. Fantastic Four. Stick. Fan four stick? It's Fantastic Four. That's so stupid because they put the four in the the new Fantastic Four. You're not talking about any of the previous incarnations. You're only doing 2015 movies. Well, if I was talking about the 90s version, that would be like my top ten. Really, <laughs> the Roger Corman version. Oh god, the one they the one they did for like it looks like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, that, that they one's basically they, well, it actually has a lot in common with this one. Like they made that movie in the 90s to keep the rights to Fantastic Four yep. over at Fox. It's and got they, it's got chipped from not quite human. Do you guys ever watch that Disney movie, by the uh, Android? Mm-mm. No, vaguely remember. Listener, nope. if you can hear me and you know not quite human, please write in because I want to find a kinship that way. More human than a human. <laughs> is that the theme song? He, he plays Johnny Storm in that one. Has right. really bad blonde hair. <laughs> so, Fantastic Four is my number four least favorite movie of the year. Do we need to give a yeah, synopsis? No, no. One? Let's not do a synopsis. We've talked about that one before. Let's do it. Uh, let's do a wind, sum water, line. Fire. There you go. And like, honestly, the movie. <laughs> I would honestly say maybe not as a whole as bad as Jupiter Ascending Mm -hmm. because Jupiter Ascending is just a mess and it's laugh out loud funny. This one is just at the beginning of the year, I had hope for it. But And so what it did is let me down entirely. And yeah. it shouldn't have let me down because it's Fantastic Four. They've never but adapted it just, this well. Is it just because it let you down or like what is bad about it? Okay, okay. Wait, wait, have you seen it. this one? No. Okay. No, I was once again warned against this one. This, As well you should be. I think you need to watch it. What? No, I, you should. So you can understand. Because I enjoy watching bad movies. So I think you should too. I, I enjoy watching some bad movies, but some just upset me. So here's here's me watching the movie. starts off. Trying to be a little more dark, you know. Every, everything kind of has the Nolan vibe ab- about it. <laughs> Are you Joel? Right.
0: What? That's what, hey,
1: that's my complaint about superhero movies. You Your new me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I thought it was an okay opening, actually. So it it opens up and it's describing like these kids, the Fantastic Four, now young. The origin is is much much different. Mm-hmm. And Reed is a scientist who's grown up and always wanted to do, you know, matter reversal. He's wanted to open up other dimensions. You're know, like, okay, whatever. And the movies. Fine. No, like, he wants to teleport stuff. Not teleport stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so, so it's the fly a little bit. Yeah, actually, yes. Okay. And I think it was intended to be so. All right. And the movie's okay. And I'm sitting there going, "Wait, I, I don't hate this movie, but it has such low ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't hate it at all." And then this thing <laughs> happens, and this is a, not going to be super spoiler heavy, but I would say almost two thirds in, maybe halfway through the movie, it says one year later. And you hate time jumps in movies. I hate time jumps. Oh, terrible. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Benjamin Button drove him insane. I actually hate Benjamin Button. (laughs) I hate that movie. Anyway, so one year later, the movie goes from like, hey, okay premise to the worst, most rushed ending ever. Wait, they jumped to one year later, just for the ending, basically I mean it's long It, it's, it was what forty five minutes it feels like at that point, like it, felt it feels like, like maybe eternity. three hours. yeah, like <laughs> but no it, it like it lost its pace, it got slower, and it was during the climactic ending, and it just got stupider, like it it really stupider was stupider ascending stupid hey. uh, it's anyway. a, <laughs> granted, like this probably has a higher grade. Then, like, altogether, then Jupiter Ascending, but I'm kind of mad at it because you can tell when Fox came in and took over for director Josh Trank and just said, hey, that's not working. We don't like you. Let's have this rushed superhero ending. You almost need to see it to believe it. Like, it is the worst possible superhero ending in history no that's actually right that's why I said you should see it 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 it. i added to my queue I don't know Ken I got a lot of good movies in my Netflix queue right I (laughs) saw it not so much this would fit right along there (laughs) yeah maybe like number 43 maybe it was just a disaster to end with and I'll never watch it again yeah letter letter grade that thing is I don't get to go out to movies that often I've got uh, apparently 19 kids and counting right but uh, so I don't get out as often so it takes a special kind of movie to take me to the theaters these days yeah which bugs me because some movies I want to see and I like you know as soon as they come out on dvd i'll jump on them but yeah i don't get out to see much so when it's a movie like this i could wait till dvd right it started out like a c plus ended up d minus wow yeah a whole letter grade half yeah and then some two thirds yeah. all right joel all right uh, my number four ken's not going to be happy with this uh, my number four is from 1982 <laughs> what <laughs> but your number four worst movie of 2015 so confusing no- <laughs> it's just my movie- eight-time travel it's movies i watched this year that's all you need to know about it and i watched this i thought i'd seen this movie before and i hadn't and oh, then i watched I it know what and it was terrible what is it it's the first mad max no it's not what is it it's creep show Oh! I told you you wouldn't yeah, like it. I haven't seen this seriously. So, Creep show for those you don't know. It's a, a series of little horror vignettes, little horror stories. I think there's like four or five in the movie, and it's not scary, but it's also not funny. Like they're trying to be kind of campy, but it's like very annoying camp. Like Stephen King actually plays a character in in one of the stories, right? And he's mugging for the camera the whole time, and it was so. Well, he's annoying. not really an actor. He was brought on. No, and the thing Every bit of acting in this movie is terrible. It's way over the top. The stories are far too drawn out for what they are. I mean, I lost most. They're they're short stories. Like, it's like five stories. I lost interest at the beginning of almost every one of them. And by the end, I was completely. Even I Want My Cake? That was so stupid. I loved it. This like guy, the, okay, this guy comes back from the grave and just goes, I want my cake. He but people. no, but he's gross I kind of like that, actually. He's like 1980 zombie, and he is awesome looking. In fact, I saw this movie when I was seven, so I maybe maybe that's why it affected me differently than it's affecting you Possibly. 30 years later. Dude, at the very beginning, there's, there's bookends of this little kid. And his dad yells at him, and then right the, the creep show because he's Creeper, reading basically a naughty comic is. book that's full of gore and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but his dad gets mad at him. But then this creature appears outside the window, and the boy kind of just smiles at it, like, "Oh yeah, we're going to cause some chaos." And up to that point, I'm like, "Ooh, that's kind of creepy." And then every single By one way, it still of the haunts stories, me to this day. <laughs> yeah, seriously, don't, you don't like things hanging out of your second story window. I, I really don't. They're hanging out at all. It's, it's weird. just <laughs> terrible. I mean, Tales from the Crypt is a far better. It Tells far better stories than this movie could even try, and I just was so annoyed by Creepshow that it made my it made my the crate was the worst cool. that I watched last year. Did the crate that story, which one was the crate with the monster that they shipped no, in? It started out okay, but then, like I said, it just draws on and on. There's this there's this monster, and it's stuck in a crate underneath the stairs. And the whole point of the story is there's this man who doesn't like his wife, and so he tries to lure her into the, under the stairs so that she can get eaten by this monster. But it takes like a half hour to do that. Does she get eaten? I'd rather not spoil it. <laughs> it's because 1982 be it. creep show. <laughs> it's terrible. You can look. You can look at uh, the stories online. Like I'm like, yeah, spoiled Jupiter sending you like creep show is sacred. <laughs> I have I have spoiler uh, protections in me automatically. They're built in when they built me as an android. But uh, no creep show, avoid it. Not good. Okay, that's, that's too bad. Yeah, because here's the thing. I know every October you watch just constant horror films. But the thing is, like, a a lot are bad. Like, this should just be right along the vanilla ones. It should be somewhere right in the middle. No, but that's the thing is, if it were scary at all, I probably would have put it in the vanilla, but it wasn't scary, and it just annoyed me. All right. I want cake. I want my cake. That's really good. There's one about... uh, Makes me want cake, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Just hearing the word cake. Yeah. I mean, he came back from the dead wanting cake. It must be good. it's it's a birthday thing. Yeah, and then he puts his daughter's head on On the cake. cake. Oh, yeah? She's yeah. An, she's an older woman by this point. This right. isn't, like, anything mm. weird. But <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. It's no, there's, less there's, weird if there's she's an Seven. The Stephen King one, he's attacked, rare, he gets, he's attacked by growing plants that start to grow all over him. There's one with... Uh, You're making me want to no, no, watch no. this, to be it's, honest. No, the Stephen King one is basically the plot of Spider-Man 3, where basically an asteroid comes down A and symbiote. he touches it. And the symbiote takes over, and he becomes, he becomes a plant, plant man, man. Basically, mm. uh, there's also another one with Ted Danson and, and Leslie Nielsen. That right. one actually was intriguing to see Leslie really? Nielsen play a jerk. But he just he buries them up to their neck in this in the beach in high and high tide, then the, and, the, and the tide starts coming. Oh, in. Oh yeah. You basically watch the tide come in. That's how exciting it is, and it's not <laughs> suspenseful. It's boring. When you're seven, it's real scary. I, I want to see this. Honestly, he has sold me. To. Joel has sold me. Yeah. Creep Show. <laughs> Next October, I'm watching Creep Show 2 Is also you can watch it anytime. Too. It's it's not a horror movie. Joel, will you watch Creep Show 2? No, it's half not bad. No, just try it. No, okay, <laughs> half not bad. What's your number three? Kent. My number three is Hot Tub Time Machine Two. Hot Tub. Time machine. It sounds like a complicated plot, too. <laughs> they made a second one. They made a second one. John Cusack came back, right? Because <laughs> he knew it was a winner. Right. I mean, not that John Cusack is, like, the pickiest actor out there. But he's... I, I think we all in this room would consider John Cusack a good actor. Right. Would we, Jacob? Yeah. Do you know who John Cusack is? Yeah. Say anything, say anything. Better and, off dead. No, yeah. I, I know who 1408. at growling Poe movie. Hmm. The Raven. That's what it's called. <laughs> right. Now, isn't he 2012 yeah 2012 as well that that was best awesome performance there shut up okay so (laughs) like i was saying he's recent years he's not done as well he's not the most picky with roles but he did actually have a good year this year because he chose not to do this movie i think we need to also mention that he was in serendipity with none other than kate beckinsale yes he was oh and i also ate at serendipity last week by the way anyway sorry congratulations (laughs) the restaurant there anyway where's there Vegas. It was Vegas. It's it's just, not the that new was New York, York, but it's, anyway. You sorry. mean in the snow globe? I got excited to tell you. I <laughs> yeah. forgot. In the, in the snow, snow globe. globe. They yeah. was, uh, well, it's all your imagination in the snow globe. <laughs> yeah. In fact. <laughs> anyways, moving on. Yeah, moving on. on to time machine two. Jake, we didn't plan this story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hot to time machine two. John Cusack was not in this movie because he was probably filming the much, much, much better film Love and Mercy, which is the Brian Wilson Beach Boys movie. Okay. Definitely should watch that. Okay. Um, but this movie. As the other guys. Wait, it's much, much better by comparison or it's much, much better like it's on your list? It's only, it's close to my other list. I'll just say that. So it didn't make your top ten? No, it did. Not my top five, though. Oh, okay. Okay. So this movie has like Rob Corddry, the kid that kind of looks like Jonah Hill with long hair. <laughs> Wait, Rob Corddry looks like Jonah <laughs> No, with long hair? <laughs> no, the other kid. There's another kid. That guy. Uh, that picture right I know, there. I know who it is. It's the it's the guy from... Uh, he was oh, the office intern. The office. Yeah. Yes. And then, what's his name? Daryl from The Office. Right. And uh, that's his name. Daryl from The Office. Daryl from The Office. Oh, and the, and the Kmart commercials, right? So those, yeah. Those are the stars. And, and then Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Adam Scott Can comes in them as well. Can stars? You, you really can't. Uh, basically, in this one, they have a hot tub time machine from the first movie, and they've used it to all get rich. Okay. In present day. Like, for example, Daryl... He creates pop songs, which is Zero. terrible. <laughs> that's what right he did in the office too. <laughs> I just know him as the Pontiac Bandit. Pontiac Bandit, yeah, that's yeah. from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay, there you go. so he like basically the stole reference. all the pop songs that came out for the past twenty years, and he wrote them himself. And that's it's a funny idea. Yeah, that's it seems like a natural continuation of what those idiots would be doing. But basically, uh, Rob Corddry gets shot, and then they go for some reason into the future to find out who shot him and why. And it becomes this weird... They go into the future to find out who shot him? Yeah, about 15 years. Maybe 20 years. Is that when the documentary on Netflix came out? And they were able to yeah, they were like, well, we figured they got it figured out by then. And form right, right, an opinion they, based on a documentary. They watched the Making on a, a Murderer documentary. documentary. I've watched a documentary. I know more than the jury and judge do. <laughs> wow, well, is there a bone to pick there? A little bit. Like, like we said, we got Wi-Fi. Yes. In the snow globe. Got, yeah, we, Yes, that's what we did. We basically binge watched making a murderer while in the snow globe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is a terrible, horrible movie. It's just crass like crazy. I mean, to be expected, and you know, it's it's not family friendly, as my friend likes to say. Aww. Please do, please. Do I'm not your friend. Well, uh-huh. after the snow after globe, after the snow I mean, globe, he's yeah. got pretty comfortable right. in there. All right, <laughs> that's it's a little it's too uncomfortable right now. Let's, let's keep right. moving. Well, What's the an, here? It's an F. It's cringeworthy. F. It's not funny. uh The fact that this went to the theaters is crazy to me. Like, why would they? You think it should have been straight to DVD? Straight to DVD. Makes and, sense. An F. Huh? Okay. Yeah. All right, Joel. My number three that I watched last year is a movie from 1931. <laughs> Stop that right now. This should at least mostly be 2015, right? No, because I just... mostly you mean like past 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> Most of my best are actually from close to this year. But uh, yeah, it's Cimarron. Uh, for those of you who don't know... Explain this. You, Cimarron, you sound like a movie hipster right now, like 1931. No, well, yeah, that's true. And you'll find this out in a later podcast that we're, that we're coming on when Oscar season comes around. But we started watching all the Best Picture winners, all three of us. And this was one, uh, 1931 Cimarron. It's a Western. It's actually the first Western to win an Academy Award for Best Picture. But it's, it's just not a good movie. Like, the, the settings are remarkable. It looks really epic in scale for back then. Right. But the protagonist is a self-righteous show-off full of heavy-handed lectures. Like, I cannot take Yancey and his stupid lectures the entire time. I think a really good note with this one is Jake saw this movie first. No, no, no. Uh, I'll get there. Jake was alive in 1931? Right, he did. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, that's my secret. I explained so well, much. Well, Jake, what did you say? I mean, without giving the punchline, basically, but you no, no, really no. liked it. No, I watched a you, remake that's from, from the, the 60s. <laughs> that's the punchline. Yeah. He's an like, accident. Like, <laughs> he's like, Yancy's yeah, a great character. This movie is really cool. It's actually it feels kind of epic. The is very good. And then so Joel and I watched this movie and we're like, <laughs> is he crazy? Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and then he's like, oh, yeah, the one I watched, I watched was like remake. in color and it was not from 1931. Yeah. yeah. No, it was terrible, and, I, and for those of you that haven't seen it, it's just – it's one of those movies where the protagonist is like this self-righteous – I mean, he, he thinks he's really good at everything, and right. apparently he is because everyone loves him. But as a viewer, I could not see why people loved him because he abandons his wife for like a decade or so. Comes back – I'm spoiling it, by the way. Spoiler alert for Thirty One. <laughs> But uh, and then he comes back and his wife is trying to do the thing like the thing she thought he wanted he comes back he's like, oh, honey, you're wrong. Nice try, woman. And then he goes and defends a hooker <laughs> in court against his wife. Joe really, really does not like this movie. <laughs> I'm pretty bitter. Her, How is it not number one? Especially since this, yeah, movie, well, sure. especially since this movie came out. Uh, oh, I know what number year. one is. <laughs> I think you know what number one is. <laughs> okay, keep going. keep going. But number uh, this also came out the same year as, as horror classics like Dracula and Frankenstein. Oh, really? Movies that have were iconic and that have stuck in the public mind and have created, like Frankenstein the movie, created Frank the modern Frankenstein as we know him. Do you think the Academy, even back then, is similar to the way it is now? Like they don't want to award movies that seem a little off-kilter, kind of uh-huh. like Dracula or Frankenstein, and they give it to like a Western like this one? This was Probably. the first Western to win. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with the Academy. Although I will say watching all the best, we'll get into this later, but watching all the best picture award winners makes me realize the Academy has never been really great at picking movies. Anyway, that's my number three Cimarron. Yeah. It's a terrible movie is bad i'm fine with you picking a 1931 i actually i actually tried to get these guys to go watch the remake that i really enjoyed but they wouldn't just out of their hate of the original wait have you watched the original before uh no what (laughs) started it but no (laughs) you get after me (laughs) hey joel well yeah but you guys said it was bad i'm saying it's good so you could could beat him (laughs) 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 that's a story for another time yeah yeah like much like mas canada would say that's this longer story for another time number two (laughs) number two (laughs) did you give it a grade i did d okay Number two is Entourage. Entourage. This is Vincent Chase and his buddies from the HBO series uh, that was canceled in 2008, I believe. Oh, good time for him to start it up again, then. <laughs> right, only seven, eight years later, no big deal. Yeah, you know, it's you know, it's the same studio that brought you Angry Birds this year. So, oh. everyone is everyone still playing Angry Birds? Or <laughs> I know, a little late to the. <laughs> That's what it felt like though when they're like, "We're doing an That's entourage." A really movie. good point. Actually, it's, like, who cares? Like, it's yeah. like I feel like the studios are like, "Hey, what did people like three years ago? Let's make." a movie about that yeah. it's like they can't reboot the shows from the 70s and 80s anymore right, so right. they're just rebooting like shows within this decade and what's the other hbo show the western one they uh, deadwood deadwood yeah movies coming for that i'm pretty sure it will be an uh, hbo movie uh, like it will so go straight to hbo their- but we could. I could be wrong, actually. But that's a movie like people are clamoring for. That's one of those canceled too soon shows okay. that they're making into movies. And that's a, that's a whole other show as well. Is and I'm excited t- for that. Did Powers Booth scare the studio? Pretty much. And Ian McShane, who plays Blackbeard in for, 4. Yeah, he always looks like a bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that can never play a good he guy. He is amazing in Deadwood. And Timothy Oliphant is there. So I know Jake's got a thing for <laughs> Mr. Galavant! Mr. Teeth. No, that's not him. That's, no, that's Timothy Oliphant from Psych. I don't even know what's happening right now. I'm kidding. (laughs) Timothy Omnison. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're we're making a joke. Their names are very similar. I see. I'm confused. All right. Speaking of confused, number two. So Entourage, uh, yeah, like you said, this movie is way past its expiration date. I think the series came out in the early 2000s when, you know, things like Sex and the City were big. Like, it was a glorification of just self. Right. And... No matter what happens to these guys, whether in the series or the movie, things like, oh, it's going to be such a bad situation. Oh, my first-time movie is going to fail. Okay, Just so- kidding. It's a huge success, and I'm the best <laughs> director ever. So wait, for, for those of us who have never seen the show, right? never seen the movies, the basis, from what I understand, is essentially, it's about a, a Hollywood actor and his group of friends yes, that hang out and do atrocious things. Yes. Like the drinking and smoking and partying and all that stuff. I mean, and then some. I mean, I'm not saying they're just, like, wild and crazy. It's just, like, this. So the unapologetic nature, and this makes me sound like such a prude, of just this. I'm the one who watches edited movies, so. Right. Uh, And there are, like, a million subplots about, like, oh, this is going to go poorly. Just kidding. Me and Ronda Rousey are going to hook up. Which, by the way, to me sounds like a really bad night. (laughs) Family friendly? I can't remember who Ronda Rousey is. It's really scary. The, uh, the former MMA. UFC. Yeah, yeah. UFC. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that MMA. sounds terrifying. Doesn't it? Yeah. But there's a whole subplot of like, yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Oh, yeah, I remember it. that from the trailer. Yeah, You'll watch the trailer. But I hate all these guys. This movie should just be called Smug. Okay. Because that's what it is. Okay. If this is <laughs> Smug 2004. This is a straight F. I just thought this was deplorable. And as I've said on this show many times, it is more deplorable than The Human Centipede. Wow. and that's a not going to save that for number one? Hmm? <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say, speaking of... <laughs> no, no, that's a different one. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> if you want to bring up Human Centipede again... Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> this, this is getting weird, guys. This is getting weird. All right, uh, Joel, number two. Yeah. All right. My number two film is actually one from this year. Hey! But uh, it actually came out last year at a film Finally. festival. And it's called It Follows. What? Wait, worst? What? My number two worst pick is It Follows. I was thinking, you know, this will be good for like overrated movie of the year. Mm -mm. But like. I refuse to watch this movie ever again. I actually, I I used VidAngel for the first time watching this movie. I love the experience of VidAngel because it made this movie shorter. And I didn't have to sit through. Like how many minutes did it cut, would you say? I don't know. But basically considering. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, It Follows is a public service announcement for STDs. Um <laughs> pretty much gripping stuff. S.T. demons. <laughs> um but it's about okay, so there's this entity, this thing, this demon that will follow you at a walking pace and when it catches up to you, it will kill you. Now the only way to pass this along to to someone else is to Hug them for a very long time. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw in family friendly. No, it's it basically if you, sleep, if you sleep with someone that passes the demon along. Right. So this whole movie is like this. If you sleep with someone, then you get the demon. And it's like a very veiled analogy for STDs, I guess. So tell me more about the special hug. Well, it's it's kind of weird <laughs> I'll tell you when you're older, everyone, like, critic-wise, accepts this movie as being, like, great. And then... And it's this throwback... But really it's like an abstinence after school special that's really that has a lot of nudity no, and shocking the stuff. The most horrifying thing to me about this film is that people actually liked it. No, love not like, like this it. got this got good ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. What's it, ninety two percent? Hold on, I have, wow, have three really? right here now. It is so high because what it does is it makes it look like it takes place in the nineteen eighties, like any, you know, grindhouse scary movie back then. But then you see like these weird futuristic e readers. And like just the clamshell um, thing, right? And so they're basically saying, "Don't worry about the time frame because this movie is just no." That's not what a they're saying. They're like, dimension. "We're like, hey, we're so meta. We're doing a, a, a movie that doesn't exist within time." And I'm like, "No, you idiot! As soon as you show a cell phone, you've dated yourself, and anything else is right. just making it stupid." on Rotten Tomatoes. Unbelievable. (laughs) That's like classic level. And it is terrible. I went to this movie uh, expecting a masterpiece because I'd heard so many great things that came out at Sundance and everyone was in love. And I went and I'm like, 97% horror movie? This could be the best movie of the year. And who boy did it disappoint me. It was terrible. I mean, it only is scary if you're scared (laughs) by awkward pauses and stupidity, because that's what this movie is. And granted, you watched it on VidAngel, so you weren't exposed to... Basically, the naked woman peeing herself. No, that's the thing is most of the time the demon is a naked person. Right. Most of the time it's a naked person. And I feel like it's the filmmakers being like, hey, we can get away with this. I, no, it really so does So the demon, like once a person's possessed, no, 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 they, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't possess people. It just appears in different forms, which isn't oh. explained, but it just appears at whatever. So it could You're be. The, and you having the STD are the only one that can see, <laughs> like this old woman walking straight towards you across mm-hmm. this big lawn. So let me give you an example, example of uh, how this how this movie is dumb. So the whole premise it starts at the very beginnings. If this demon catches up to you, it will kill you horrifically. Like this woman's body is mangled when it catches up to right. her. Then. In later in the movie, because no one can see it, but the person who has the curse, it walks up towards her and she's got her back to it. She's sitting on the beach. And what does the demon do when it gets to her? It lifts up her hair. And then the other people around her just see her hair going, Woo! they all start screaming, start shooting guns in the air. And it's just stupid. The problem is, is that movie, this movie sets rules, which I think the rules are okay because it's kind of like the virgin survives in mm-hmm. horror movies, right? The final girl, Yeah, right. That mentality. But this movie breaks every rule that it sets. It really does. It really does. It says that it can only do this, and then five minutes later, it's doing something. Well, it's like it will always be walking. It never stops, unless it's standing on your roof and just staring at you for some reason. Yeah, or lifts your hair, or if you put, or if it goes into a in the middle of a pool and there's electronic things all around and it realizes it's a trap. It's a trap. (laughs) Anyway, that's my number two. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Let me ask you this, Jake: Would you rather watch this movie or Creep Show? Creepshow, for sure. Yeah. Well, Creepshow is not as bad (laughs) as Joel's List Tales. No, it is. Creepshow, well, no, you're right. Yeah, Creepshow yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's not as bad, yeah. I'm just surprised this is your second least favorite. I was really just mad at this movie by the time I I watched it at home by myself. The family was gone, and I thought, I'm going to be so scared. This is going to be so fun. Once again, an October show. Right. I got to the end and I was just mad. And yeah. I, I tweeted out a rant about it. And I was mad at you. I was mad at Emily. Why are you I mean mad at me? At, I, I kind of. You, you were like, hey, you need to watch this. You didn't say why. You're just like, you need to watch this. <laughs> No prep. A little, like Elmer Fudd voice or something, I don't know. I'm so sorry. If Pop. I ever recommend a movie you need to watch this. If I ever recommend a movie in that voice, don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's know. a good rule, honestly. <laughs> For any human <laughs> listener, if you're out there, if someone says to you, You need to watch this that means you shouldn't watch it. Yeah. You really need to watch Ridiculous Six.
0: <laughs> Most watch so movie funny. on Netflix, folks.
1: What? All right. Kent, you're number one worst. Oh, my gosh. Wow, <laughs> We're only halfway through. <laughs> Jake is ready for my number one because the problem is, you know, I take my friends to movies here and there, to, to movie screenings, right? I've taken you, Joel, a few you times. I'm um, your friend? he's still a friend Aww. after the snow globe you got like I a said, friend in me <laughs> <laughs> you got a friend in me i like how you can hold a note just as long as randy newman Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> <going for. laughs> so jake hadn't come to a crappy movie with me in a long time like i'm like hey want to go see sisters It's amy poehler and tina fey and by the way sisters is my number one and he's like you know i haven't seen a movie like a random movie with you in a while let's go so we go, we're sitting there, and we look around the theater, and we are, there's maybe like a 90-10 ratio of women to men. Ladies night. Right? Also, you're sexist. <laughs> a little bit, maybe. I, maybe I saw sisters, right? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, oh, this will be kind of funny, because baby mama was forgettable, but not... That's you know, tolerable. It's you know? tolerable, yeah, right? It didn't, it didn't offend me, you know? And Amy Poehler's funny. Tina Fey thinks she's funny. So maybe these two <laughs> together... A <laughs> little dig there. Right. These two together, the Golden Globes, they can be funny. But the problem is, this movie is the absence of funny. I can't... It's like a never-ending chasm. A vacuum in space. Right. Absent of all life. Basically. form. Tell me how you really feel. Big it. <laughs> and... A lot of the reason, like for the first like ten fifteen minutes, I was like of the movie, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have brought Jake. Like, I start to feel guilty if a movie sucks and I brings, I make someone waste their night to come. I with feel the me. same way if I'm like, hey, come watch this movie. I'm going to watch, and then right if I've never seen it before and it's bad, I feel terrible. So I basically broke every rule, and I'm like, Jake and I are talking this you entire ate floor movie. Floor popcorn, <sighs> not that rule. Bad oh, memories. Some lines you don't cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the whole time I'm like, Jake, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. He's like. You know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. And I go, okay. I know you didn't love Krampus. Would you rather watch this movie or Krampus? And Do he's not like, speak his name, Kent. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I'm, like, looking above me right now. He was, like, debating for a while, and then it reached a point where he said, this movie is way worse. I'm like, would you rather watch that Christmas horror film three times in a row or this movie once? And he said, that Christmas horror film. Three times in now, a row. Now, once row. again, you have to give a quick synopsis for those who have not seen it. Here early. is the synopsis. Actually, Jake, yeah. would you give the synopsis? I will gladly give a synopsis. Nothing happens. I wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically your Maleficent plot. <laughs> no, okay. So uh, Tina Fey a loser, and she's still trying to act like she's a nineteen-year-old loser. Instead, she's 40. 48, maybe, and yeah, exactly. And maybe fifty-seven. Uh, Amy Polar is playing the responsible. Well, she's basically Parks and Rec with right. Leslie. Okay. You know, like she's literally that character and then um their parents are trying to sell their house they don't want them to so they go back home and they throw a big party like they did in high school the end of the story wow um seriously wait no but i mean they knew it was going to be a hit that's why they released it alongside star wars yeah yeah well no one interesting thing that did happen which didn't make the movie more interesting, but it's like, okay, we get to this party and the pace has been you jump from scene to scene to scene to scene. You get to this party and the party goes and goes and goes. You're like, is this just going to be the rest of the movie? You spend like an hour and a half at this party hmm. and... Uh Anyway, nothing happens, like, even if you're a fan of crass movies, like, if you don't have any desire to see a plot or a story or human beings interact with each other in a way that could be insightful, if you have no desire for any of those things, and like gross comedy, you could enjoy this movie. Otherwise, you will not. And I know a few people that enjoyed this movie. Uh, In Jake's words, through my voice, he says, to be clear, this wasn't just a failure of a movie. It was a failure of us as human beings. Doing something, creating something, being something. It was an absolute atrocity. I seriously don't think I'm capable of getting away from it fast enough. Excuse me while I carve out my eyes. Wow. Yeah, that was a text I, message to Kins I would be absolutely the shocked by that. If I hadn't already heard it on Radio Ronin. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't share my opinion twice. I can't share my opinion when I'm with you. Is that, is that good, Joel? Okay. Is no, I, that good I really quote? do. I like the quote. I <laughs> actually, it, it, is, it sums it up. I, my little shout out to your other show. Well, thank you. And while I did mention Human Centipede already, I'll try not to make this a thing <laughs> for 2016. No, I think it's... That's a very good low bar to set. So I think... Entourage is more deplorable than human centipede. I'd rather be in a human centipede no! than, than see this movie again. Family friendly. I'd rather be involved. <laughs> Family friendly. Than see sisters again. Family <laughs> friendly. <laughs> <laughs> right I, in the middle i agree right in the middle right, i agree on. <laughs> moving on <laughs> forever jake and i oh jake we better not say that things could go poorly no don't <laughs> that's I knew we we're going there all right joel so let's see if your number one is worse than being involved in a human setup i think i think you might agree but you haven't seen it what then my number one worst movie that i saw last year was made in 2010 and it's mcgruber what MacGruber. I this is a big was, shock actually. I was so I, I had MacGruber kicking around my Netflix queue, just like whatever. I'll get to it whenever. Like the Saturday Night Live skit, it's based on. It's kind of a MacGyver parody. Yeah. And always in the Saturday Night Live skit, there's a bomb about to go off, and he keeps getting distracted, and then the bomb goes off in the end. And right. Ha ha ha. But it's it's a very thin day of Last Man on Earth, and which Kristen is a really Wig, good show. And Kristen Wiig, and Kristen Wiig, and Kristen Wiig who Wiig. I also really like. Right. But this movie. I, I'll let me tell you. So every time I, I post a review, I go to Flickster on Facebook, I post a review, and whatever, it goes public on my Facebook page. Right. I hid this review because I was so ashamed that I had watched it because it was terrible. Like it, it's. It's not humorous. I think that I think that the filmmakers got comedy confused with vulgarity. Now you know me; I'll, I'll push the envelope, and I'm okay right, with a little right. a little of ribaldi every now and then. But <laughs> oh, this movie that's was very convincing. Yes, <laughs> I don't even know what he said. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but this movie was just not funny. It was constant gross out comedy and shock humor, which to me is the laziest form of humor. Right? Because all it does is just elicit, elicit a reaction, and usually it's a nervous kind of a ha oh, ha. Oh, oh, but it's not humor there's no real intelligence to that humor and it's just terrible like I'm, i might say this is the worst snl movie ever wait so they couldn't even copy the formula that was in the sketches and no. make it somewhat laughable no like even there's a part at the end where i was like okay here's the sketch but they kind of undercut it and val kilmer's in it as a villain well and <laughs> i mean val kilmer no no i'm not saying that's a, i'm saying it's just it's kind of weird like it's like this right. should be funny because it's val kilmer haha right he's not even that good and it was it was <laughs> clearplay was heavily editing it and it was still just awful the whole time so this is worse than it's Pat Stuart Smalley saves the world uh what else uh, yeah that, that's uh what's the Knights of rocks rock neither the rocks Night of the Night of the Roxbury, oh yeah. you're gonna be in trouble for that one but I would say probably like really I, I don't really watch want to watch a lot of those movies again because they were bad right but this one I I just felt ashamed that I had wasted my time. This is one of the few times when I can say, I wish I had my time back. Because most of the time, I can find some element of enjoyment in this movie, in in these bad movies. But like I've said before, on this show, the worst movies in the world are comedies because you can't even laugh at them. So, question for you. Could you... I like to watch bad movies sometimes. Could you recommend this to me if I was watching, like, I want to watch the worst movies I possibly can? Can, Let me put it this way. Okay. I would... Rather recommend grown ups to you than recommend McGruber to you. Wow. Knowing how much you hate grown ups. That makes me want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I like how it's real heavy tone. <laughs> I, I, I would sh- it all the way. I like to shield you from movies that I know will make you angry. Right. And this movie will make you angry. And so I would not recommend you watch it. Hmm. Could it dethrone my number one? Spring Bright. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I don't spring think so spring, sisters. Spring, spring Breakers is his worst of all time. Still I know that's worse. what I was saying, but Still sisters worse. maybe Still he worse. had to run around. And that's because I think Spring Breakers would annoy you more because it tried to take itself seriously. Right. This is the movie that's trying to be funny, and it's just it just doesn't succeed. But at least at least it's silly. Like you know, it's silly. Yeah, they're, but Kent hates comedy, so that might very well that's true make it worse. You, I don't know. You probably would. Don't watch it. Don't anyone watch it. Well, I mean, it, so if you were to give it a one to five, your normal scale, what does this get? This is like a half star. How does it get a half when you have so much hate? Because diary, because diary of a a mad black woman (laughs) exists, (laughs) and I have to retain that. (laughs) Because I was just wondering if like there are no turkeys on your scale. If something, if it gets made, this this one would probably. uh, Truthfully, I'd be happy to give this one no stars. I I think I gave it a half, but I I think it was because there was one scene where Chris. It was there was one scene that I laughed at, but really, other than that, it was nothing. It was nothing to me wow yeah that's pretty strong i love it it's not quite this is a new year new you isn't yeah. it <laughs> i'm never gonna watch mcgruber again <laughs> i think the skit is ruined for me now i can't even go back and watch that and will Ugh. forte he's pushing it because of that movie Jeez. okay well time for the transition to jake would you best agree that movies? was the worst movie of the year best, for you sisters yeah. oh absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. and that was the worst movie of the decade for me I, I want to cease to exist in the same world where that movie was made. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So I think we need a transition yes. because it's time for some positivity. 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 Keep it positive. Let's give a positive. Although, not to undercut the positivity too much, but this is going to go quite a bit faster than the negative ones. Yeah, we did pick up the pace a little bit, I think. Were you just singing Legally Blonde, the musical? Did you just recognize Legally Blonde, the musical? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we may be <laughs> equally guilty here. Oh, uh, it took me 30 seconds to make <laughs> Why does Joel know Legally ball in the musical? I had a former boss who was amazing, and she had us listen to that soundtrack, and it was just a big positive experience. It's time office. to get serious. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to sing it. It's time to get serious. <clears throat> uh, all, right, all right. Sorry, Jake. Should I go first with uh, best let's start with no, Let's start with you. Let's okay. Start. So once again, these are movies that I saw last year, not necessarily in last year. But my number five best movie that I watched last year is Boyhood. And I know, Kent, this made your list. Last year. Last year. is was but, my number two. Yeah. And so this made my number five on, on the movies I saw this year. As a film, uh, film lover, this was a fascinating experiment. For right. The, for those of you who don't know, boyhood is the story of a boy growing up. It's just kind of a slice-of-life story. But it was literally filmed over 12 years. And it's the same cast, same boy, same mom, same dad, a couple of the other same actors for 12 years. The director would come back, film them, do a couple scenes, and then go away until they're like... The next year or something like that so you kind of saw this after all the hype died down no because there's a lot of hype previous to the oscars i saw this and... just before the oscars okay yeah so, so did you feel the hype because everyone's like this experiment is so grand or did you just like like it as a film i think i think i was kind of caught up in the hype because okay. I, I definitely thought this deserved to win and still do actually over yeah, birdman same, same. um because i feel like it was a movie that spoke to me i feel like birdman that won best picture last year i felt it appealed to filmmakers and and uh, play pe- theater it's people kind of a pat on the back whereas this one was more an everyman story and i just i i got a kick out of it and i just thought it was very touching and moving and all those other ing words <laughs> but uh boyhood would be my number five jake have you seen it no, actually, I was just thinking I need to go back to that cuz I missed really it. Do. Yeah. It, and it's kind of strange. It, this a, is why I do the uh, older movies, Jake. Oh, <laughs> right. thank you, Joel. I'll remind you. It's uh, Richard Linklater and he's one of my favorite directors. He did the Before trilogy. Mm-hmm. I love that I can call that a trilogy. Before <laughs> Sunset or Sunrise Sunset and Which is kind of the same concept. Those are it's a uh, uh, Julie Julie Delphi and, and Ethan Hunt Ethan Hunt yeah tom cruise Um, (laughs) ethan Hawke, but it's the same two people playing the same two characters in these movies that are all years apart right right and this movie is really just a sequence of vignettes or however you say that weird french word right ribaldi and it's just day-to-day stuff where the plot is just like here's life uh you have a single mother trying to raise a couple kids you have the almost absentee father played by ethan uh hunt <laughs> <laughs> ethan hawk he's very absentee, <laughs> absentee <laughs> father I would guess. It, it just kind of shows them in just day-to-day activities and there's really like the story is not the crucial part it's just no. the reality and the sincerity of the, it doesn't the try to be sensational no like it doesn't try not to hype all. up the story it really is kind of just watching these people grow up and relating to the events that happen right so that's okay. number five It's right. genuine i love it Uh, My number five, and I remember when I saw this movie and I walked out, we went on a walk, the three of us, and I said, I just saw the number seven movie of the year, and I saw this movie in April, by the way. Really? Uh, Apparently, it's not my number seven. Jim and the Holograms. Jim and the Holograms. It's it's Jim and the Holograms. I remember you saying that, but I don't remember the movie. It's actually not number seven. It's my number five, because I've seen it multiple times now, and it's still just as good. Kingsman, The Secret Service. Great movie. Jake, have you seen this one? Yeah, meh. Wow. wow! No, I, I had mixed feelings toward it. Wow! Just the the glorification element or yeah. the over the top stuff. Well, I mean, it's been a while. I'm a little rusty on my you know review of it, but yeah, right. generally it's yeah, I, I just didn't find it that enthralling. Like the the change. Huh. Like I want my British gentleman to be British gentleman, not be crass English dudes. See, because well, and I'm I kind of want both. Uh, for me, I loved the part where he was just this Cockney kid that. Well, he kind of was crass. He's just this thug. Mm-hmm. And then he be- went through school, basically Hogwarts for spies, yep. to become proper and to become James Bond. I feel the way about this movie that Joel kind of felt about Spectre. He never really became James Bond, though. He just stayed a crass, stupid kid. In a shiny suit, though, which is the that, thing. That's literally <laughs> like, the only no. thing that changed. I mean, there was no change. He should have changed. No, he, he should have evolved. He, he did, did not change. evolve. He did change. Tell me the I last so scene too. in that movie, Joel. Tell me how clear Evolved he it was. Well, let me tell you what it was. Listen, <laughs> no, no, no. It was not. The, the, you shouldn't let the last scene ruin it for you because it easily could. This is why you should watch one Clear Pike <laughs> Makes movies better. <laughs> in fact, it was a little bit too much at that point. But there were so many moments in this movie that I was cackling. This, for me, is the number one comedy of the year. I, I, I mean, the church scene. The head That was ex- hilarious. hilarious. Explosions. So funny. Yep. I mean, everything. And this is kind of like uh, kick family friendly because <laughs> you know kick butt I got gotcha. right, yeah, right? gotcha. you Right. know it's, kick donkey it's, it's a comic book directed by or uh, from Mark Miller directed by Matthew Vaughn and I think those two are a great team and there will be a sequel and we'll see how it goes but this one is great and Colin Firth is awesome really and that's the first time I've ever said that really good really yeah because before I've been like even like him as Mr. Darcy in he's the a very and good BBC I've, I haven't seen series. that <gasps> That's like Mr. A, Dunn. That's the proper reaction. <laughs> I didn't have six hours to watch that, but I did watch. That's uh kind of shocking. Actually. You, you Time did Machine watch 2. Making a Murderer, though. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> but, All, right. Uh, All right, Kingsman. All right. I absolutely loved. I was I was gleeful. That is an excellent, whole choice. What an an excellent grade? choice. What's that? What, what grade? Uh, a minus. A minus. All right, yeah. Joel. Uh, my number four is actually Gone Girl. Okay, another it's 2014 14 movie. Really uh, no, and the thing is, did you I, tell us when you watched this? I don't remember you watching this. I believe I did. I had a long conversation. You told me about yet. it. Oh yeah, I didn't talk to Kent. Um, <laughs> See how it is? <laughs> no, I love it when a movie can keep me guessing until the end. It. And, and I had avoided, uh, successfully avoided all spoilers about this movie. Mm-hmm. So I went into it with no notion as to what was going to happen, and I was completely caught off guard a number of times. And I love that. I love a movie that can keep, can keep me get you know from guessing or keep mm-hmm. me guessing. And I just got pulled into the story. I thought the actors were fantastic. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Gone Girl is a murder mystery. It's a story about a husband whose wife disappears and he's being investigated for her murder. And it shows flashbacks of their relationship and things like that. And uh, Rosam- it's, a, it's a Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike. Right. And honestly, because of the performance, I will never look at Rosamund Pike the oh, same way again. you never can. You can't. I, I, I'm basically very... And- I don't understand anything, but uh, and in the same note, Ben Affleck was kind of perfect because he's a smug guy who you never quite trust. Mm-hmm. And just like that's Batman. Ben Affleck. That's, that's Batman. It's Batman, right? Oh dear. Um, no, I, I, <laughs> I was floored by this one. I thought it was it really did just catch me off guard, and I love that. I love being surprised, and this movie made an impression on me, and I did start recommending it to others. The, uh, I actually listened to the audiobook before I watched this movie, mm-hmm. and the audiobook is is fantastic. Kirby Hayborn actually does the male voice. Really? He does the Ben Affleck part. Kirby? Kirby, and it's a very crass book, but it's you read this too. I did, I did. I read um, it. And it's it's really, really good. Well, and and, one more, <laughs> one and more the more movie adapts to, extremely well. Oh, yeah. One more shout out to Clearplay, too. It's just funny because there's a scene in there, which apparently is one of the most horrifying scenes of the entire movie. I was actually about to ask you what it, if it cut that out. Gone. Gone. But the thing about it is, is the thing I liked, because I, I, I heard about what happened after, but uh, spoiler alert for Gone Girl, when she shows up at the house, like, that's all it is. It really, it shows her kind of trying to seduce uh, Barney. And then it cuts. And then right. it cuts. And then she shows up at the house and she's just covered with blood. So you, didn't, you didn't go back and watch that scene? No. Okay. Well, I know you normally just cut out nudity it, and things, not violence, right? Isn't that what you do? It's a little nudity and violence. <laughs> Um, I don't think so. <laughs> it is. I don't but, um, Anyway, but the fact that she came there covered in blood, it actually played with my mind more. And I was like, what? did she do like and my mind started kind of well, i assure you it did not play with your mind more it was terrifying i'll tell you this Instead of showing wherever me, your imagination could have gone it went there no yeah. like i know I literally, what happens. i literally covered my mouth with my hand in a <laughs> gasp when this happened in the movie like i don't know if that's ever ever happened to me at any other time in my yeah. life except <laughs> that moment in that movie <laughs> it's pretty awful but uh, I, I just <sighs> think I, I was i like that movie a lot and I, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's it not a movie I want to I pop it's in every day. It's a great date movie, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was always We watched it around right? Valentine's yeah. Day. It's beautiful. No, but that's the thing. is, It's not one I can pop in over and over again, but it definitely made an impression. So there's my right. number four. Uh, awesome. Best movie that I saw last year. My number four actually is a great date movie, and I'm not even being sarcastic. It sounds like you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's just his voice. <laughs> I'm not even being sarcastic. It's... <laughs> you should watch this. You sh- I recommend this to you. It's Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, that's nine right. Nine-nine? It is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Andy Samberg and <laughs> Random Girl uh, are detectives. They're partners. I've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so I don't know. You should watch it. That's pretty cool. Terry Crews might be there somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Andrew yep. Brower. Explain to people what Brooklyn is. Because you guys have joked about it, like 19 times in the show. So 99 times. Right. Dun-dun. Mm. Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> Thanks for the joke. Is <laughs> that on we'll order? Dun-dun. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so tell us about Brooklyn really quick. So Brooklyn, Saoirse Ronan. That's how you say your name. Oh, Although yeah. It looks like Ryan, Gosling. Ryan Gosling helped me always remember it. Really? He said it's it's Sersha, like inertia. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good way to think of it. Stuck. Right. That's good, yeah. So Sersha Ronan is, well, she's Irish in real life and in this movie. That's racist, And it takes yeah. place in the 1950s. She, her life is really terrible. Uh, everyone is kind of beating her down. Her job's not very good. She says, well, you know what? I'm going to America. And this was a big time for immigration in America. Mm-hmm. So she goes to New York. And really, it's just Kind of miserable. She's homesick. She's like, even though life was bad at home, I want to go back. Uh, but she has a pretty decent job. But then all of a sudden, she meets this new guy, and he's an Italian Im- immigrant. And they why th- do you got to be pointing out the ethnicities of these people? It's, it's actually very important. It's a big part story. of the movie. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> and so, even though with their differences, and this time in New York, like there's magic, and their relationship is great. Then there's a tragedy at home in Ireland, and mm-hmm. she actually never planned to go back, but she has to. She goes back and she well, don't meets, get don't get too much in well I all guess. i'm going to say is this is she, a Ken synopsis so she, no she meets someone else life is good there so that her choice becomes and oh yeah her choice becomes it's the two bows in a romantic it, comedy it, yep. and it's not even two bows it's the two the locations are just as important as the relationship the it two really lushes. is yeah. the two lushes, as you call them right so we have ireland and new york the potential versus the comfort in this movie oh so it's like leap year no, don't even go there. This movie makes you want both scenarios, and that's—I'll just go there. But it is—it is a charming movie. Like what he I, should done. What he should have done is burn out a son and made a, or she should have done it, burn out a son and made a clone of herself that could go into another dimension with the oh, other guy. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes but, sense. Uh, I loved this movie. I okay. absolutely love it, and this is not my genre at all. But I was just charmed. Is it, is it one that you would and walk, because you, you kind you of kinda watch love the Irish things, uh, you would no, like that's it too. People, people, I okay. love <laughs> you like Ireland. <laughs> like this is an enforced stereotype now. <laughs> no, Joel, I, I really think you like this. Oh, I, the thing is, but, I love Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. so I'll be happy to see. This is probably anyway. one of her best performances, if not the best. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, I did like the host. I thought she was come <laughs> on. <laughs> I totally forgot that was her. Come hard. on. Right. I mean, I almost hate to mention it with her. Moving on. Okay, number three, Joel. Wait, what? what was the grade? Oh, it's A. It's A. Absolute a. Yeah, I saw it too. I agree. A. My number three, and I hesitate to bring this up, was from this year, and it's Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's right, gentlemen. I'm bringing it up first episode back. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie a lot in the snow globe. <laughs> like, non-stop. over and over. Over and over, and over and again. Over, yeah. I, and like I said, I think this is the, the fourth best of the franchise, but really, it created in me a sense of nostalgia that I have not felt in a Star Wars movie for a very long time. Wait, which, which number is it? Three? Four? In the, in the scheme of things? No, yeah. Well, no, it's three. It's like easily the fourth today. best movie. No, no, no. Of our rating today. This is number three. Three, yeah. Yeah. And I really do feel like it delivered on what people wanted in a Star Wars movie. Now, you guys may disagree with this. In fact, you have disagreed with this. I don't recall any. I think I've deleted any have of memory. Have we talked about this? I don't even know. <laughs> I think people were very positive after that episode. So yeah, it's hard to say. The Wi-Fi was spotty. It was. But uh, I, I really just think that I, I liked their use of practical effects. I, liked, I thought the acting was so much better than any of the prequels. I, I have said praise about this movie before, but really, I'll just leave it at that. For those of you who don't know, Star Wars Episode 7 is a movie you probably have already seen. There's my summary. What grade did you give it? Uh, this got a four stars. Okay, so this is good. All right. I mean, there's nothing to say about Star Wars. Really Honestly, glad. there's not. Like, let's not. Let's just really not even talk got about, about it. I'm glad you got time to talk about it because you didn't. Talk I'm just about mad it. you didn't make it number one because then that would have been awesome to watch Kent's face. No, because <laughs> the thing is, no, I, I fully acknowledge the flaws in it, but I just really it it made me feel like a kid again, and I really appreciated that. Hmm. Okay, I did feel that sense a little bit. There was some nostalgia there. Yeah. But you're not sure if he did or not. <laughs> I did, I did. If you feel nostalgia. Moving on. <laughs> I know. We can really draw this out. My number three is a lot like Star Wars. I felt like a kid again. Um, it's Sicario. And <laughs> <laughs> your time as a kid growing up in, in Mexico a Mexican Cartel <laughs> oh. when I was a drug runner. No, man, that movie that movie kind of scares i haven't seen it yet but it scares me to watch it oh I'm, it's it's out this week i'll go yeah. get it and you can watch it yeah no i'm, I'm actually anticipating watching it but at the same time uh, a friend of mine watched it and she said i'm never going to mexico again and that's what i'm worried about i'm never going to arizona again yeah mexico honestly wasn't i i thought i thought it was gonna be more scary like all the time in mexico and stuff it's scary but it's more like the borderline. it's right. this like border that's but it's scary. a story right? it's like it's like once upon a time in mexico no yeah <laughs> johnny depp shows up and yeah. yeah yeah he's got a big guitar case it's cool blind stupid uh Wait, did you just call blind people stupid kent kent <laughs> oh, i new year new kent right yeah uh if i'm ever offensive it's on accident so that's go. good right yeah uh so emily blunt stars as uh i think it's like dea or is she no, is she she, FBI? she's fbi yeah. okay she's fbi and she is very good at her job okay and so she is uh basically taken in by Homeland Security, DEA, CIA—like everyone wants to use her because it's a collaboration of forces mm-hmm. for their border patrol, and they're trying to do some extractions and everything with these these drug cartels. Basically, it's very messy in every way. There's there's corruption, there's danger, there's a lot of danger, and this movie is just pure grit. And who oh boy, it never lets go. Okay, I I, I loved it. It's Dennis Villeneuve. Who uh, did prisoners a couple of years ago? I don't know if you saw that one, but because it's about child abduction, that one—that one's one where I thought this is this is more emotion than I can take, and so I had you spoil it for me so right. I could know what the ending was going to be. Ugh, it's it's heartbreaking. But um, he seems like, he seems like a very talented director. He is extremely and. This is the best use of Benicio Del Toro I've ever seen. Benicio yeah, I agree. I agree. He is so good in this movie. Well, and they are getting a sequel. Better than The Wolfman. Which is Lee weird. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're mentioning like, all these great actors. And they're crappy movies. Yeah. Uh, has Emily, has Why Emily, is it weird? Has Emily Blunt been in a bad movie? Yeah. I'm, I'm, sure, sure, she she has. Has. I'm yeah. sure she has. I'm sure she has. Look it up, Joel. Looking it up. Um, You know, it would be weird for me to get a sequel because it seems to me like, honestly, and this is going to sound like I'm such a elitist because I am. Great dramas shouldn't get sequels. Dude, no. I can... Although I, I Godfather 2, totally I just proved myself wrong. No, but, uh, no, but I, I agree that some. It, a lot of times it cheapens it. Godfather is the exception to the rule. Right. Right. No, honestly, I think they could go totally... It could be a fresh story, though. Yeah, and I, don't and I would tell be, you my synopsis, I would think it would be, but then that would kind of spoil okay, we'll talk the, the first, but yeah. I don't want it to be an action movie, because this movie is just gr- grimy enough that it, it kind of skirts the level of like yeah it's true violence and gunplay like it's not actually as dark as you think it's just it's the really it makes you scared she's been in man movies but not really any bad ones <laughs> well she's gonna be in the huntsman movie I was this just year. gonna say right. that I was like well like, she Elsa. hasn't yet she's yeah, about yeah, like, to Nomo Nomo no and Juliet and uh. into the woods and they're they're okay uh. salmon fishing in the Yemen but oh, they're, that's okay but they're all okay like there's right. no real bad movie yeah. here yeah she's got a good agent I love Emily Blunt after Edge of Tomorrow lived I repeat xoxo Right. Yeah. Is that you hugging, and kissing her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get in. Okay, she's married, guys. Come on. that John Krasinski. Yeah, John yeah. Krasinski. Jim doesn't mind. He's a sharer. All right, Joel. <laughs> Family right, friendly. Joel. Family friendly. What's your number two? He let an Asian. My number two. His wife what? <laughs> my. So number three was from this year. Asian right? Jim, right? Sorry, yeah. Number three was from this year. Number two is also from this year, and it's Mad Max: Fury Road. Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road is absolutely confusing, it's absolutely unsettling, and it's absolutely entertaining. To me, Mad Max Fury Road it does exactly what film is intended to do, and that's show you things that you've never seen before. This movie was so creative that my mind was just blown at certain times. Now, that being said, it is very bizarre, like, unsettlingly, unsettlingly bizarre why would you say that why is it unsettling to you? because you don't know what's going on it pops into the middle of this story and you're like okay who are these guys why why is the world like this like, like why is everyone so like you know have all these tumors and why is everyone just like yeah all mm-hmm. for naught <clears throat> so uh, to give the synopsis Post uh, post apocalyptic world, nothing but desert. Why are they distributing water like that? <laughs> right, there's 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 basically nothing but desert, and there are these people that go on road trips. I'm doing a terrible road trip. Road <laughs> trip. No, but okay. So there's Martin these... Lawrence shows up. Well, it's <laughs> fun time. No, but the entire movie is basically one long road chase of someone trying to escape, and then other people trying to catch them.
0: That's the Remember gist of
1: it. when we talked about this movie we were doing a preview and we mentioned Mad Max. We did. cuz cuz the, the trailer alone was like, whoa. The trailer was this year's man of steel trailer basically. It was phenomenal. And but the only thing we knew about the story was a 2-hour long chase, which that's what it was. And that's what it was. And this movie inspired me to say, okay, cuz I went into it not having not watched any of the previous movies, I went, okay, I want to know more about this. So I went and watched the first Mad Max. Not good. Right. Yeah, it's it's really not good. good. Yeah, just watch Road Warrior. Uh, Road Warrior is fun. And so that one's coming up in my queue. But right. uh, this one, I just thought it was visually fantastic. And, and a lot of practical effects. There's obviously some CGI. 85% practical effects. but they, and that's why I love it because wow. they use the CGI to enhance the practical effects. Right. It was like they were doing stuff and then they'd add a little bit instead of completely green screen. Like honestly, what they added was like canyons. They, they they do background and they do like sandstorms. So and like stuff the like cars that. and stuff, and they did you know a little spicing up of the explosions, but the explosions were mostly well, mostly there are some crazy scenes, but yeah, mostly real. And my hats off to the to the stuntmen too, because there's some amazing. Yeah, some scary stuff there. It, it it really did just catch me up in it. I went along for the ride and I loved it. My brothers may disagree with me because they they were like, "What? Why do you like that so much?" And I'm like, "It was so cool." But Mad Max: Fury Road is my number two best cool. that I watched last year. cool All right. Uh, my number two is Ex Machina. Oh, Ex Machina. Love this movie. That made uh, my top ten, but not my top five. Okay. That, that's I accept that. Okay. Uh, Domino Gleese and Oscar Isaac, who are in your number three movie, Star Wars, Star Wars Force Wars, Wars, Awakens. And, they played uh, General Hux and uh, Poe. Yeah. So Captain America and <laughs> and yes Hitler, basically. Ex Machina <laughs> is the story. So Ex, Ex Machina, it is basically, it feels like a stage play. You have three characters, essentially. Mm -hmm. There's Ava, played by Alicia Vikander, who is amazing in the movie. She's an up-and-coming star. Like, she's everywhere right now. Yeah, and she's been in four movies this year. Man from Uncle, which was one of my favorites Mm -hmm. of the year. She's great. So, Domino Glee... Jake, have you seen this one yet? Uh, Partly. Uh, hmm? Didn't finish it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> he started it realized he's a robot you and also didn't out. finish ridiculous six so is, are you quitting these two <laughs> they're, they're pretty much the same to oh. Me. oh i'm so mad positive right now. positive no. oh. keep it positive if, if i was to give a rating oh for this gosh. oh my it would... gosh you guys <laughs> actually if i was going to start with trouble i do have a rating for it but i haven't finished it so i'm not sure it's fair but i would call it the most overrated and, and no this is this is a slow wow movie like really it took a while like i was intrigued at first and then it was kind of dragging in the middle and then near the end it picked Right up I've seen like, stuff oh. like that before like it did not feel new to me it was like yeah yeah oh let me guess the robots has. come to life it's sentient I don't think he has. that's new wow Jacob we're being positive remember <gasps> oh yeah I totally I agree. am restraining myself so much Please right do. now can't give us your review. It's, it's the way it's it's constructed obviously Jake we've seen this kind of story before it's is this robot more human than it should more be? More human than <laughs> human. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind no, of Don essential. Dom goes to this facility where basically the creator of Facebook or Google or whatever yes. you want to call him is creating androids. And he wants him to test the Android to see how life yeah the Turing test to test the Android to see how lifelike it could be and if it could pass for human life and I really think you 've done the movie a disservice by stopping because the way it is told, the format of the story is similar to like Black Mirror, which is now on Netflix, or like a Twilight Zone movie where it is just it comes together, and it 's more of a fear of technology of what can happen. Mm-hmm. And it is so simple. Like I said, it could be a stage play, but the acting is just precise. Everything in this movie, it just leaves you guessing and makes you not want to guess the movie at the the same time. The special effects. I love that the special effects are just kind of there. It's not like in your face how cool this is. It's like it's a very subtle but very effective way of making uh, a particular her Mm -hmm. look like a robot. Exactly. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I actually debated it. Between this one and my number one, is they go back and forth, right? Two and one. I have a wow. feeling. Can I? Can I just say I have a feeling that I's number one are not going to be the same, but they're going to be have been previously discussed. Huh. Okay, I have a feeling. A feeling, huh? Okay, I All have right. a feeling. All right. Well, it's time. All right. Yes, yeah, time. Joel's so number one, my number one movie was created and that I watched this last year was made in 2015. Yay! And it's the only movie on this list that I have seen multiple times. And it was made this year. And it was made this year. I do not know what this is. It's Kingsman, the Secret Service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Seriously? I did it, not see that coming. Joel world, loves gratuitous violence. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen it multiple yes. times. I love Joel one. right now. No, I that this movie, is a brave choice. That movie was so entertaining. Like in a world where we have so many movies trying to take themselves seriously, this this movie thumbs its nose at all those serious movies and right. says, We're having fun. Come join us. That's definitely something it does right. And I I mean don't get me wrong. The bon- I like Spectre this year. I thought it yeah, was great. Yeah. But it was much more kind of, you know, heavy Bond movie. This was just fun. Outrageous villains. Great heroes. Spectacular action sequences. I mean, the church scene alone, which didn't get cut out by Claire Pay, okay. I, I made it so it wouldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's uber violent, but it is just this choreographed, am- amazingly shot right. scene. And then uh, the uh, spoiler alert ending ending scene with uh, heads exploding mm-hmm. was just so over the top. And the music that went with it, I started laughing out loud in joy about and, how much I enjoyed this that This movie for, was like the Roger Moore and Sean Connery series. But if they actually had some energy yeah. to them... This oh. was that throwback and that this is was that necessary amped up power that I wanted. Now, granted, I will say I did watch it on clear play. And so a lot of the crassness of vulgarity, obviously, I knew something was going on and not all of it's edited out. I have the filter set. So, I, you know, some of it's through. But, right. But still, um, I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed this movie. And I love Samuel L. Jackson as the lisping villain that was hilarious right and, and his his uh, associate yes uh, gazelle gazelle oh my gosh and this is this is the this is one that i watched and i said i need to show that to more people and so i bring people over and show them how it. do people respond Maybe not as enthusiastically, sure. <laughs> but uh, my my brothers all enjoyed it and my wife even enjoyed it and uh, she wanted to watch it a second time too and so that's always a positive compliment. So, Kingsman the Secret Service. Oh, I'm so happy it's right my now. number one movie of 2015. That, yeah, that is shocking. Yeah, that yo. is shocking. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> all right, Ken, give us your number one. My number one has been discussed. It's Mad Max Fury Road. I knew it. This yeah. movie should not exist. It, honestly, wait—is this a sister's review? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, how did this get made? Uh, and, and basically, it's had a long like chart, like this timeline of George Miller, who directed the original Mad Max movies, mm-hmm. and then he stopped in ages made, ago. He made Babe, he made Happy Feet, Boy, he made some really terrible movies, and for ten years now, he said, "I want to make another Mad Max movie," and everyone's like. Yeah, reboots go really well. Yeah, good mm-hmm. luck with that. That's not going to happen. He's like, "No, no, no. I, I really want to do it." Mm-hmm. And no one really gave him a chance and basically got to the point where Mel Gibson couldn't really star in the movie. Honestly, I still feel like Mel Gibson could. He could have. Mad Max had such so little to do in this movie. He really could have. It could have been Mel Gibson. Yeah. In fact, that would have been good for him, honestly. Yeah. I well, yeah, but people would have had their issues, but it's you know, true. it's cuz whatever. But this movie is just Bonkers. There's yeah. no way, no other way to put it. The stunts are Cirque du Soleil level brilliance. Yep, it's art on the screen, and it was eye candy. And I'm watching the movie, and I'm going, "Oh yeah, they're on stilts, and this is crazy." And the action's so much fun. Then all of a sudden, you'd see drummers playing a war song and I'm like okay that's weirder then you see the guy with the flaming guitar (laughs) my brothers get so mad at that and I'm like it's basically the drums it's a step up in war intimidation it is just building 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 until you're like oh my gosh this is eye candy and it's so stupid but I'm laughing out loud at how much I'm about how happy I am. I, I did the same thing. Right. Like, even, I mean, just the spray paint in the mouth, and they're like, Rawr! and I'm like, I don't know what's happening, well, but this is awesome. And that's what it does. Like, story? Yeah, it's a chase. But what it does is it creates a mythology and it creates a world. Yes. In a two hour chase. It creates day. an encompassing world that you're like, okay, I just have to accept this is the way the world is mm-hmm. in this movie. Right. I loved that. What a day. What it, a glorious day, oh, Ken. What a lovely day. <laughs> yeah, okay, lovely day. Dang it! Mad <laughs> quote. I love Mad Max Fury Road. I will I could watch this movie probably once a month. And not seriously, get sick yes. of it. you should watch this movie. <laughs> I really recommend this movie. No, we're not. We're not. No, yeah, now you're wrong. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. You told them not to do that. No, I just, I was gonna say that. I was like, it's gonna sound dumb now, but it's, it's such fun. Like, honestly. I think, Kent, if I may say so, any of the movies you've picked, any of the movies i picked in the best five, I, c- I could recommend. Right. A question for you, Kent. Yeah. Does, like, the ones that have just come out, like Revenant, Hateful Eight, um seems like there might be another one in there. Do those count for Ridiculous 2015? Ridiculous six. They do. They, they do. absolutely okay. do. They just they, didn't make it. You know, I hate to do that because they always come out after, like, you know, beginning of January. Right, but, right. And then they release it limited it's for like, Oscars. Yeah. yeah. No, Revenant was my number 10 of the year. Number 10? Yeah. Yeah. So then there's some that wouldn't have made it, but... I think we've got a solid top five here that I could stand behind. Yeah. So there Yay, you go. Well, that was Positivity. Positivity. Yeah, a lot of agreeing on the top. And absolutely no agreeing on the worst, mostly because <laughs> Joel's <laughs> well, throwbacks. to go back through film history. So in 1931... Yeah. No, don't don't watch can't see, and we'll talk about more of those when yeah. we talk about best pictures down the road. Yeah, that'll um, be a fun one. But thank you for joining us on season two of Bacon Sale. Yes, yeah, we're happy two. to be back. We're happy I, to be here, and Woo-hoo! I promise season two is going to be good too. <laughs> season 2 is usually promises. are, be right. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah usually they are. Maybe we'll find a way to get Pete back at the end. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, yeah, honestly... I think it's a one trip deal. But uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, thank you for uh, all your support. Uh, please go give us comments on uh, com or on Facebook about your favorite movies or least favorite movies that you saw in last year. Yeah, right. Let's hear it. And uh, also give us a rating and review on iTunes. That really helps us out and helps us appear in more people's feeds and gets the word around about Bacon Sale. But really, we appreciate you. Uh, we're happy to do this show and we love you guys. We, oh. love, we love you. Oh, tender. Is, fi- is that our final? show i mean yes, i know goodbye? that should have been i'm just happy to be back i know me too you're just trying to make up for when krampus took us so <laughs> i think i was the good guy but um anyway you can find me at quick you can find me at quick wits they perform every saturday night at 10 o'clock at the midville performing arts center you can go to qw comedy for qw for details you can also find me online i'll be back tweeting it's at, at 786 joel Have you not been tweeting? I've been tweeting like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Wi Fi, like we said, kind of spotty. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD at my movie website is ShowtimeShowdown.com. And yeah, so go there and check me out because I'm back, baby. both, you can see the full (laughs) full top 10 for best and worst for Kent. Right. Yeah. All right. And you've been listening to Bacon Sale. Goodbye, Pete. We miss you. Thanks, uh, Pete. Yeah, XOXOP. And you can find Jake, Jacob A. Rogers. Yeah, I, yeah. you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Bank Sale! Call him Captain Fishlips. I hope you know that. Well, everyone else is flat besides Angelina Jolie, basically. <laughs> Family-friendly, Kent. Uh, you could almost see white people like it, but you don't. White, you know, like, pe- white people like it? I mean, he came back from the dead wanting cake. It must well, be good. It's a birthday thing. Yeah, know? and then he puts his daughter's head on, on the cake. cake.
0: Oh, yeah? She's yeah.
1: An, she's an older woman by this point. This isn't right. like anything weird. So tell me more about the special hug. Well, hug them for a very long time. Only is scary if you're scared by awkward pauses and stupidity. And then the other people around her just see her hair going... I will gladly give a synopsis. Nothing happens. I wanted to die. Were you just singing Legally Blonde, the musical? Did you just recognize Legally Blonde, the musical? I want my British gentlemen to be British gentlemen, not be crass English dudes. For some reason, that seems to make me feel more comfortable each time. First high five of the year! Yeah! (laughs) And it was a real one! You need to watch this!